0: Hi everyone, I'm Anika and this is the Tried and Truth Podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Tried and Truth Podcast. I am just so grateful that all of you are here today wherever we get to hang out today, whether it's on your commute or while you're eating lunch or doing laundry or just running around trying to just avoid the silence of, of the day. I am just so thankful that you would bring me with you here today and that we get to spend this time together. I'm super excited about today's topic because I think that it's one that no matter what stage or season of life you're in, whether it's early in your career or further down the road in your career or your parenting or really just anything, I think it's something that we can all continue to strengthen and and build the skill of being more effective communicators in anything that we do so that we can just be more effective in in general in our home life and in our work life. So really excited to dive into today's content and just share a few tips and secrets that I have learned or taught along the way and I'm still continuing to learn that will hopefully help you as well in so much of what you do. You know, this past week we had our kindergartner and our first grader graduate from, you know, their their grade and it was just a a beautiful reminder of how life changes and seasons change. And the way that I expected the day to play out was so different than it actually played out. I had created space in my day to you know, do some really fun and special things. And I thought that as soon as they were done, they would going to want to go home and go get ice cream or go get dessert and just hang out all day. And in fact, it was totally the opposite. I just want to stay at school and please send me back quickly to my class. I want to be with my friends. And, you know, it was, it was a reminder that we were all thinking things and going through things and you know seasons change and it is just this topic is just that much more important that as we're all going through changes and navigating just difficulties in life or seasons in life or just changes in mindset or beliefs or whatever it might be, this this topic is just is so important to continue to hone in on on how we communicate and and how we're engaging people in conversation and in our lives because there's just so much in the unspoken and so often we think that things haven't changed but things have changed and people do change and so yeah just more of the reason for the long rabbit shell for that for a second but more of the reason why I think this this topic is just so important because it's just such a such a reminder to me this week that we're all evolving and we're all growing and we're all expecting different things in life and where we can um, influence and strengthen the relationships that we have in a really positive way I think we shouldn't seize any of those or we should be seizing all of those and and shouldn't miss any of those opportunities to do so okay so I want to lay the foundation for today's just little mini episode on, on communication just by saying that there's no such thing as over-communicating. I know that so many people feel like, I've just said that a million times, but how many times have you told a kid or a team member or a spouse something, and? And you just feel like you have said it so many times in so many different ways, like only to find that they had zero recollection of that conversation, right? You didn't You didn't tell me. That's not what you said. You never told me that. I didn't know. So many of these phrases, you know, come to mind because we all have so much going on that you know it is so hard to grasp everything that is is coming at us like all the things that we're hearing and all the things that we're seeing it it's it's really challenging so there's really no such things over communicating and i want to lay the foundation you know with that because here's what happens we're all living in our micro worlds in our own brain our own little mental bubbles thinking of the things that we have going on the things we need the things we want you know, maybe the things that we don't want to think about are the things going on in our mind, right? But the truth is, like we're listening for the things that we want to hear, not necessarily need to hear. You've probably heard the phrase that says, like we look for evidence for what we believe is true, and so we're always out looking to hear the things that that validate what we're feeling or validate what we're thinking. And sometimes, when there's messages coming at us that aren't necessarily on our radar or not something that is important to us, so to speak, in that phase of life, it is really hard to comprehend and respond to those things. So it's the reason that I do truths and takeaways at the end of every single episode. Like people just zone out, right? Like they just do. The attention span is shorter. I read somewhere that it's now eight seconds, right? So people they can't do what they used to be able to do with the amount of information we give them. And so we've gotta give these these little small things and, and snippets that people can walk away with because they have a lot going on in their life and minds. Now, I'm not any kind of doctor with any clinical expertise, although I've worked with lots and lots and lots of doctors. But you know, I can tell you that as we live in our little worlds, it's that that reason that we can be looking somebody straight in the face, and they can ask us a question about what they just said, and we can't even remember what they were just talking about. But we're there, present in that moment, and we don't know what's going on. I don't think you have to be a doctor to realize like that is just something in human nature that we've lost so much of this ability to just to be in that moment, to be in that conversation. Like it's the reason. You and I can't sit in a seminar, or we can't sit in a seminar, and we can have no idea what they just talked about when it's all finished. We have so many things playing out in our own minds, and so how do we get people's attention? How do we become more effective communicators? And of course, right, we can all become better listeners too, but today we're just talking about how do we make our words stick better at home, at work, and just become more effective in all that we do. So we'll start by saying that people can't read your mind. Whenever you have something important that needs to be said and I'm not necessarily talking about like a big thing on a stage but rather in your daily life. Here's one thing I know to be true. If you don't say it, they don't know it. As I mentioned in my little story at the beginning, right? Like the things that are going on in my mind if I don't articulate it, like they're never going to understand what I'm expecting or what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling, especially in a marriage, right? Like if if You don't say it, it's so hard for them to understand the world and the complexity of your mind. People don't read minds, right? They don't have the mental capacity to think for you too and understand everything that you're understanding from your perspective as well. So if you have something that you need to say, it needs to be said, because what happens when you don't say it is you're thinking it. And when you're thinking it, it's consuming so much of any conversation you're having with that individual or with the the people that that conversation might impact. And so, you know, I've heard it said so many times, like if people know it's important to you, especially those people that that really matter, right? That people that are really close with your team or within your business or at your home, your spouse, If people know it's important to you, so many of them will make it important to them too. So say what needs to be said so that they can can help get on that same page that you're at and understand where it is that you're coming from and not necessarily make up these own their own stories in their own minds. And so my first tip is really understanding the state of the people. So people aren't always in the right state of mind. And if they're not, like your words will so often become powerless. Let's just say, you know, this might be a season where a bunch of layoffs just happened or it's peak season at work, it's crunch season, and people are overwhelmed and exhausted. If you've got kids at home, this could be the end of the day, right? Like the witching hour, like there is a there is a time in the day that is excruciatingly hard for parents. And so When we're trying to get something really important across if they're not in that right state of mind we're just like adding fuel to the fire and it becomes increasingly difficult um, and the ineffectiveness of our conversations becomes just that more ineffective so be thinking about you know what is important to them right what what state are they in so you can really determine what is that best way to communicate with them Uh, my first job ever out of college i did a lot of work around i did a lot of work in sales and understanding you know how do you how do you read a room but also like understand the people in the room right if all of your clients are different all of the people maybe in your organization or in your home right they might have different love languages different learning styles and so how do you understand what is important to people so that you know how to best communicate with them, but also like the right time and that right mindset, if you can, right? If you obviously there's times where you can't necessarily impact those things, but understanding really a state of where people are in their lives or maybe in this chapter, or maybe in this moment, or in the part of the day. So that culture and, and environment is so important. And it's your job to create this safe place for meaningful relationships and conversations at work and even at home too. Because when people don't feel that it's safe to talk they often won't even bother to listen either. There's this mutual respect void that really springs forth. So while they might be hearing and they might actually be in the room, they're not necessarily influenced by the words that you're saying and maybe not even listening to what it is that you're saying. And so be thinking about not just the state of the people, but how are you gonna build trust with those groups or that group of individuals that that you need to build that trust with? How do you help people to be seen and help people know that you care? And so often that is with engaging with people and understanding what they're going through, what's on their mind, you know, how they learn, um, you know, how kind of their their language, whether their it's their love language, their work language, their reward system that that really triggers them, what rewards them, right? Those are all just really important questions to really be thinking about. Who is in the room? Who are you trying to get a, a message across to? The second tip I want to give is just really about understanding those expectations. People like to know what to expect. In all of my years in working, you know, in patient experience, I can tell you two things. Everybody wants the exact same two things. And here's what they are they want to feel valued as a human and they want to know what is going on and what to expect right people just want to feel respected and know that they're not just another number or they're not just another caller right whatever field or or scope that you work in right people just want to know that they're valued as a human and they want to know what to expect what's going on so what does this look like right it looks things like how long is this going to take and letting them know what to expect or how they can prepare what it's going to cost because when they don't know these things especially if it involves time or money, right? Assets and their resources. Discomfort, right? Like these are all stressors and their full attention will divert to those feelings and not what you're trying to say. They will miss everything that you're saying because they're going straight to those feelings they weren't necessarily anticipating or the cost they weren't anticipating or the time they weren't anticipating on on giving to this issue or to this moment. So it's the reason that companies tell you how long the wait's going to be or if you're you know chatting with a, an assistant online or something, and you know, maybe it's with a company or you're, you're trying to get a hold of somebody it'll tell you the next agent will be available in the next five minutes or you're number two in the queue because people want to know like what to expect that delivery date the status update when things change they want to be looped into that if not like it it impedes on their their flow in their mind and that timeline that they've got and it hits on those precious assets right time money energy resources and so that yeah, unknown that uncertainty gives so much um, anxiety to people and so often, also, what ends up happening is they set their own expectations because of this. Like when we don't give people an expectation, they create this whole narrative in their mind of what you're thinking or what you're feeling. Um, they set their own expectations as well. And so when they, when those aren't met, it just fuels this um, ineffective relationship or misunderstanding between each other. So it is just so important to think about, you know, how how do you set those expectations or how do you help clarify, you know, what this is gonna impact on on others, whether it's your clients, whether it's your team or whether it's your family. Like what is it that they're they're gonna have to give up or what is it that they can expect so that they can, you know, prepare their mind or their time or their their finances for those. I like to think of it as like a vanilla ice cream communicator expecting this ice cream Sunday, right? We give just enough. It's like here's the here's the ice cream, but we expect this whole beautiful ice cream Sunday in return without ever sharing that expectation and then so when we look and we see that it's still just vanilla ice cream sitting there it's like we get upset and we think that people aren't listening but at the same time we didn't even we didn't even tell them what to expect we didn't tell them what to do right people don't know what your goals are or your vision or your expectations and so you know that is Just such a precursor to to disappointment when we give something and we expect something in return without ever sharing that expectation. So, you know, in in turn, like I said, you feel like they're not listening or they're not doing their job or they're not a good employee. But oftentimes, people don't even know what their job is. Your role is to make it easy for them to make it, right? So, think about the vanilla ice cream. It's like you give them the vanilla ice cream and you say, you know, we're really hoping to create this this Sunday. Like, what are the things that you can add to this Sunday? And what can I do to remove barriers for you to be? be able to create the best ice cream sundae, right? So your job is not to go make it. Your job is just to get everybody on the same page and remove barriers so they can go do their job and work their magic like putting their skills to good use and helping them to you know be the most effective and efficient that they can be as well and just thrive in that environment and in turn right you put everybody's gifts together and you've got this you know amazing product and so just think about if you are that type of communicator and what you're expecting in return and how do you help people deliver on that but also help communicate that expectation as well the third tip is so often I see that people don't close the loop or confirm confirm understanding. You say, "Oh, but they were in the room." Yeah, but they didn't listen to anything you said because back to my earlier point, like they've got a lot going on in their minds. They've got feelings that they're navigating. They've got things that happen on the way to where they got to where you are. <laughs> maybe it was a, a fight with their spouse, or maybe it was you know news they didn't want to hear. And so people have a lot going on. And so when we don't close a loop or confirm understanding, we miss so much. We've got to engage people in that conversation and ask open-ended questions because I can almost guarantee that about 95% of the time, if you ask everyone, okay, does everyone know what their job is? Or does everyone know what's going on? They're going to nod and say yes. Why? Because people have a lot of things they have to do. And people can't sit still for too long. And so they're ready to move on to that next thing. And then you'll find within a couple of hours or a couple of days, they totally missed everything that you just said. So you've got to close that loop and ask open-ended questions not just yes no like if they can respond with one of those answers you're not summarizing or wrapping up your your meetings or your conversations where a very important message needs to get communicated Uh, Well, so definitely something you want to do. You know, summarize those things. So, this might look something like you know, we've talked about a lot today. If you walk away with only two things or three things, here's what they need to be. Like, summarize those most important points because people have zoned in and out throughout that conversation, navigating what they're thinking uh, before they walked in the room, you know, what they're thinking now that you just relayed that message, or maybe what they're feeling. Or what they've got next, or what they've got to get out of the meeting to get to. So, you know, confirm and wrap things up in a very compact way. Also, I've heard it said like, here are the next two steps that we need to take. And then we'll talk, you know, more about the rest when we get there. So, summarizing those things and just assigning ownership. Everyone thinks that everyone's gonna do it and what it ends up happening is nobody does it and it becomes very ineffective. And so if there's something that someone needs to do, you're making sure, okay, so you're gonna do that and I'm gonna do this. And so, you know, in that in that exam room when I've worked a lot with physicians, right? It's like here's my next step, I'm gonna put this in, and your next step is just to go to that appointment and then we're gonna go from there. But you know, when it's a lot of information for people, so much of what they can comprehend is just the next step. And that's, here's what I'm going to do. And here's what you're going to do. So I guess that's at your home or or at work. I think that's a very powerful way to close out a conversation to make that uh, next step more guaranteed or at least inclined to to be delivered upon. So you can see that there is somewhat of a theme in this entire conversation just around too much information, a lot going on in our minds. You've got to think about how can I simplify what I'm trying to say and not overcomplicate what you're trying to say. Too often, people beat around the bush when a very important message needs to be communicated. You know, you've heard of that like good, bad, good sandwich. Like, give them something really good, share the thing that needs to be delivered, and then wrap it up with something good but i find that too many people like supersize so much of this good that that meat inside that actually needs to be shared it gets buried in all the the good stuff and all the goodies so if you've got to like practice what it is that you need to say especially if it's a hard conversation do it make sure that that meat in that good bad good sandwich especially if that bad news has to get delivered is something that they're not missing when you walk out of that room. I have practiced so many difficult conversations or presentations, whether it's in my car, on my way to work, more times than I can count, because we live it's such a complicated world and you know people are hungry for these the simple things and the facts and when we give all this fluff it's so so much of that just gets lost so we need to tell people what they need to know and obviously still maintain that really good rapport with people but at the same time don't bury what needs to be uh, what needs to be said by you know, creating a lot of fluff for beating around the bush lastly today Think about how can you create value for others in any communication that, that you have. We have so such me-centered objectives and we've got to think about how can we make things more meaningful for others, right? That old saying, like, what's in it for me? But really, like, what's in it for them? Is it less stress? Is it more free time? Is it a financial reward, a bonus? Is it ownership and decision-making, something that they'll get the privilege of doing or being part of? If it's employees, right, it's going to get them home sooner. Like, figure out what is that really good um, that that incentive or that like what is it that they're going to gain out of doing whatever it is they need to do They can finish the project sooner, they can start working on something they want to work on. they get to have a celebration, right? So think about how can we start seeing opportunities where we have to communicate with other people as just how can we create value for people just in general, not just you know what am I going to get out of this, but how can I create value for other people? You know, There's no such thing, like I said, as over-communicating. We've got to know the state of, of the people, and we can't know the state of the people unless we engage with people. And remember that they can't read your mind. So we've got to share those expectations. We've got to close the loop, close it simply, and figure out how do, how do we get in a place to, to share a message that creates value for them on the receiving end. And as people begin to know you and know more so what is going on and know their role, know your goal, right? And that your goal is to create more value for them and for others, you will begin to see such a significant difference in the strength and the resilience and the trust that is built within so many of your really important relationships in life. So I hope this was helpful for you. I want to wrap this all up with today's truths and takeaways. Number one, people can't read your mind. Number two, if you're giving people vanilla ice cream, expecting an ice cream sundae, you will be disappointed. So tell them what to expect and make it easy for them to work their magic. Number three, close the loop. Have ownership and understanding and summary and the main things that people need to know, which leads us to number four, simplify your message. Get to the point. You can spice it up and add those those good layers in there, but don't dilute the message because people will miss it. Number five, take a state of the people, a state of the environment that you've created at home and at work. Think about what kind of communication that that space and environment that you've created fosters. And lastly, create value for people. Engage people, reward people, value people, respect people. You will become more effective they will become more effective, and the world will be so much better for it. So thanks for tuning in today. I hope that these little tips and snippets were helpful and just good little reminders to just get you thinking about the places where you live and the places that you work and the places that you interact with others and how you might be able to build stronger relationships with the people that really matter most so that we can all get more things that need to get done done and do more of the work that we're all created to do. So I hope you have an awesome week. I hope this was a short, sweet, and simple little lesson that will just help you be a better you and help others around you just be better too. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking around. If you haven't already, I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. So many exciting things to come and just wanted to share with you that I put a free resource up on my website, onicafisher.com, for you or anyone that you know, who might be just going through a season of just stuck or just feeling like I don't even know what next is, or I just need a reset on my life. I feel like I need to carve out a quick little hour in my week to just say, how am I with all different things in my life? And so, that resource is available there for you it is a free resource it's a 29 page workbook and guide so it's kind of like a little mini book with interactive exercises that you can go through just to help you get unstuck or help you reset whatever that might look like for you so go check that out and i will see you next time until then